This is a Shock Podcast. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to The Art of Beauty. I'm your host, Yasmin, yet again. And here at The Art of Beauty, we're talking about all things beauty. The industry, skin positivity, confidence, the hottest new releases, and more. I'm super excited to delve deeper into the extensive world that is beauty with you in each episode. So, good to see you again if you're returning. And if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you here. So, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about upcoming trends within makeup and skincare, how beauty intersects with fashion, and lastly, how our personal styles are reflected in both beauty and fashion, and just like what the relationship is between the two. So, without further ado, I would also like to welcome a special guest, my best friend and uncertified but very evident skincare junkie, Sabrina. Hello. Hi, hi everyone. Thank you for having me today. Oh I'm, God, so so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So formal. I'm so excited to talk all things beauty and fashion with you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, firstly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to have you here. And yeah, I was just going to say, just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do, where you work. So, I'm Sabrina. I've known Yasmin literally since we were... Since birth. <laughs> since birth. So, I recently started working at Estee Lauder Companies. I started back in December and I'm working under La Mer, but I'll soon be transferring to Estee Lauder to work as a retail marketing exec. So I'm a newbie to the skincare and beauty world, but mm-hmm. it's professionally, been professionally, but personally, not. I've been obsessed with it forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. So I would say that um, Sabrina has definitely helped me in like starting my own skincare journey. I feel like you've cared about skincare for like a really long time. Yeah. I've always been really interested in not only the messaging behind the brands, but everything down to the ingredients and what's really in the products. I actually have a background in chemistry and (laughs) yes, I studied chemistry in university. Every time people hear about that, they're like, why? Why would you do that? So difficult. But like from a beauty standpoint, I find it very interesting to look exactly what's inside and to see how it really affects our skin. Before we get into the nitty gritty stuff, I actually just want to go back a little bit and just want to ask you, like what beauty means to you and what your self-care or like makeup like routine or like whatever like just like what is a part of your routine that like makes you feel good my beauty routine is basically comes down to what makes my skin feel the best Mm -hmm. and I would say my routine used to be more complex when I was a teenager. I was like, layer as many things on my skin as possible. The more, the better, you know. But now I really believe in less is more. And I find that now that I've stripped it back and like gone more simple, my skin is typically sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I realized how much damage that was doing to my skin. And now I think it's just so much better to stick with products that I'm comfortable with. Of course, I do love trying new things out, but I will always end up going back to my favorite. Yeah. The act of self-love and having a routine to start off my day is really important. And then obviously at the end of the day too, at night, my skincare is, my routine is a bit more extensive because I have mm-hmm. more time at night to really pamper myself and indulge in a longer routine. It helps me like close the day as well Mm -hmm. 
I think the difference between you and me has always been that you've placed a lot more emphasis on skincare, whereas mm-hmm. maybe I'm more like a makeup person. Yeah, yeah, like don't get me wrong. I am so into skincare and I kind of have to be because I have acne, right? But like your idea of self-care is skincare. skincare. Yeah, it's way more focused on skincare, whereas my idea of self-care is Is, putting on the makeup. Yeah, experimenting with makeup. Exactly. I mean, we're going to get into like personal like styles and all that later on, but like I think overall, even like on the makeup front, like you're quite minimalist, right? Very. You're you're quite um, I don't experiment much with my makeup. You're quite nature nature. Yes, nature right? nature. <laughs> yeah, whereas I'm uh, like I definitely wouldn't say like I think there's a time and place for everything, but like I tend to gravitate towards something a bit well out less there. nature. Yeah, yeah. More out there. Like yeah. I play with colors and stuff like that. But yeah, we're yeah. like we're gonna get into like all of that a bit later on. But what do you think as like someone who is a professional I mean mm-hmm. um, like what's to come in like this year because mm-hmm. yeah I mean you know what have we noticed over the past few years in terms of beauty like you know whether it's like change in attitudes change in I don't know trends mm-hmm. like etc I think much like everything like beauty is ever evolving mm-hmm. right uh, but at the same time it does draw a lot of inspiration from the past yep, right so yeah I mean like we're not here to talk about like beauty through the ages really but just like a lot of trends are in a way like recycled yeah okay so like on the makeup end for example like we're seeing a lot of um like graphic liners mm-hmm. but that was such a huge thing like in the 60s and mm-hmm. the 70s i feel like with graphic liners and like very experimental eye makeup for example mm-hmm. i think euphoria has really oh set my the trend God. oh there. yeah actually when i watch euphoria and i look at like how beautiful their eye makeup is it makes me want to try it myself even Mm -hmm. though I'm not you know I'm not experimental with my makeup but Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed looking at the eye makeup what do you think yeah eye makeup on euphoria yeah no I mean Donnie Davey the the main artist Mm -hmm. uh, behind all the looks in euphoria she works with like a team of other makeup artists and they're heavily inspired by Instagram actually and a lot of the stuff that creators are creating to Um, creators sorry influencers Mm -hmm. on Instagram specifically are doing today and you know whether that's like face jewels like you know um you know making like a liner out of like crystals or like yeah like super abstract like using like a lot more glitter and all of that and it okay I feel like we're segueing a little bit but like (laughs) but I mean it is a trend right euphoria makeup is like a thing you know if you go onto Instagram and you like search hashtag euphoria makeup you get like a ton of a ton of looks yeah Yeah, just like glitter inspired or yeah and they they pull a lot of inspiration as well from the past Mm -hmm. the graphic like bold liners or like a lot of like glitter that's very like y2k like you know y2k is another trend and the whole you know using like a dark like lip liner Mm -hmm. and like a very like nude lip like that's very Y2K as yeah. well. Oh yeah, by the way, Euphoria, if you're listening to this and you're not 18, please <laughs> don't watch, watch it. it. <laughs> Do not um, watch it. 18 plus only. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely created a shift in the industry, mm-hmm. for sure. Not just the beauty industry, but also like the TV industry because prior to Euphoria, makeup like that was not seen on TV. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you guys can name a single TV show that has makeup like that, then mm-hmm. fair enough. But like, for the most part, like, I don't think I've seen personally I don't think I've seen anything quite like it and I think that's what drawn a lot of people in right it's like a whole thing 
of its own. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Euphoria aside, like talking about K-beauty, which is mm-hmm. like a whole other thing. thing. Obviously, K-beauty has been like around for like for forever, but it has emerged in the Western market only in the past like two, three years. years, right? I feel like the pandemic's changed a lot. Yeah. 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 The pandemic has had an impact on the industry for sure. And you have things like, yeah, this glass skin trend, Mm -hmm. you know, people using gua sha's. skin, glowy skin. Mm -hmm. Dewy skin. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's something I think a lot of people, especially recently, have been paying more attention to their skin because they're staying home a lot more. Mm -hmm. So makeup isn't yeah Yeah. that prominent yeah right i agree i think that translates into like makeup as well it's just it's more about like taking care of your skin first and then like the makeup they put on top of it tends to be like you know using a lot of like face glosses Mm -hmm. or just like focusing on like dewy skin also a lot of makeup recently has a lot of added skincare benefits in Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and i think that's another thing that's been trending i would say is that foundations you see nowadays will have things like hyaluronic acid in it Mm -hmm. so you know you're also taking care of your skin at the same time as putting on makeup which i love that trend yeah i mean i want that to stay forever (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think it will stay for forever though because like the no makeup makeup trend is Mm. definitely back i think maybe like okay five years prior to this so like when we were back in school mm-hmm. i think it was still very much like heavy makeup glam va va voom like foundation. super thick eyebrows yes. like like thick structured like bold, bold eyebrows, eyebrows like that kind of thing yeah. False and <laughs> because of the panini uh we've just had to like you said like strip everything back yeah. so people are focusing more on like less is more like you said mm-hmm. like in the very beginning even like something like contouring for example oh, contouring i feel was like very heavy back then yeah I it was it was a thing like five years ago yeah. whereas i think now we're moving more towards something like Embrace, bronzing yeah bronzer bron- <laughs> bron- yeah bronzer oh yeah that's true that's it <laughs> yeah bronzer just enhancing like what you already have yeah, yeah yeah and i think it's also because like this change is happening in conjunction with this movement that's obviously happening on, happening on social media of like you know loving yourself more mm-hmm. and like taking care of yourself and also going back to like a previous episode that I did just like having and seeing more my more diversity right and mm-hmm. like acceptance of a range of beauty mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. so people aren't that focused anymore on like super glam stuff yeah. anymore but I mean you're right like who's to say it won't change there's a time for it yeah there's a time for yeah. it like yeah I, I still love like a full glam yeah. but like there are days where I'm totally like bare skin I stay mm-hmm. at home like whatever Who glam might come back now that we're you know moving to the endemic phase that's true see there you out. go and this is why I'm saying it's just like beauty and what that looks like Changes. Is, yeah, it's constantly so changing quick. super quickly. Yeah. I feel like we've talked a lot about like makeup, but on the skincare end as well, I was doing some research and like I even noticed stuff like fermented ingredients in skincare mm-hmm. has become like a thing. Yeah, you have used to the people's um, kombucha and 11% AHA exfoliation toner. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, fermentation is something that's deeply rooted in culture and it's based on ancient beauty techniques. And mm-hmm. the reason why it's in skincare is because it has this capacity to boost effectiveness and extend the shelf life of products Mm -hmm. and basically ensuring that it doesn't go to waste. 
Yeah, so that's something that's been coming up. These products also help with the microbiome of your skin. Because all right, sorry, getting check out, (laughs) check out the terms, man. Okay, yeah. Microbiome, basically, the microbiome of your skin obviously has a mix of good bacteria and bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. So you need both of them for your skin to flourish and look glowy. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants glowy skin, right? You need to make sure that everything in your microbiome is works harmoniously moving on from like what's good for you i was also like noticing that there's like an upcoming trend in like edible beauty so i haven't heard that one well i mean no yes you have it's like using like superfood powders like i mean because beauty isn't just um, you put on top yeah it's it's something that's inside as well and i think because of the pandemic we're so used to you know taking vitamin c and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but because of that people are like getting used to like taking like supplements yeah so yeah so you have like superfood powders or you have like gummy bears with yeah collagen Collagen. like stuff like that and i read somewhere well trendalytics which is a predictive data and retail analytics platform that said that there's a hundred and six percent rise in searches for ingestibles so like the stuff that Mm -hmm. i said from last year in 2021 and there's also a 44% increase in supplements formulated with mood and beauty boosting benefits yeah those are just some of the changes that we're starting to see as we come out of this panini panini (laughs) and alongside that another segue because this pandemic is also coming to an end a lot of fashion shows are starting again right yes just last week we had paris and it's relatively obvious that fashion and beauty play they have a partnership yes right they work really well together together I was just thinking, like, what have, like, just what have we seen on fashion runways? Uh, low-rise mini skirts coming back. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think I could ever rock that. No, <laughs> no way. Of course not. But yeah, Miu Miu brought that out. Uh, low-rise mini skirts, very Y two K. Very Y two K. Platform shoes, I've seen as well. Have you seen those Versace tall heels? Oh my god! Have I? Prada platform loafers. A lot of platform. I've been seeing. Damn. Yeah, um, I feel like everyone's just like going all out, I yeah. guess. It's kind of like a celebration mm-hmm. of us returning back to, well, not returning back, normal but seat. getting some normalcy back. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned Versace mm-hmm. and the genius behind all of their like makeup looks is Pat. Pat. Mother Pat. Um, mother. Yeah, she was the one putting out all the neon eyeliner. She is iconic. She's so iconic. Yeah, the neon eyeliner um, that's like lime green, and like teal, like cat eyes that covered like your entire lid. Uh, I think there was also <laughs> the Julia Fox effect as well. <laughs> oh my God, like yeah. you saw a lot of models like using um, those super thick. Yeah, like the super thick, like black, <laughs> black. like kind of messy, yeah. kind of yeah. fetch, like at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and that was happening. Yeah, at Versace as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, there was also a lot of like face jewels. Like, mm-hmm. like they made it wearable at Fendi and Etro as well, where they just put like like rhinestones. They dotted it like all over their face or something for forever right I think a lot of the makeup looks or the hair looks that we see like at fashion shows are informed by the way that they dress so like you said like there were like mini skirts coming Mm -hmm. back up and that's a very Y2K thing and with that that comes with Y2K inspired makeup looks as well and uh, I think another thing 
I've noticed too is a lot of people being very experimental with their hair. Mm-hmm. Curtain bangs. Oh, curtain bangs. Yeah, yes. I'm, everybody. I'm, on I'm trying to go. That. I'm trying to go down that route too. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I think I don't know. Again, like coming out of this like this mm-hmm. stage in our lives. <laughs> let's just call it that. I feel like we've said panini and pandemic <laughs> pandemic so it's many much. times. Like I think people are just kind of wanting wanting to let their hair down a little bit yeah. in terms of just how they express themselves through revamp themselves yeah revamp like yeah you go <laughs> i mean i think we all can attest to that like we all started um this pandemic together like as like one person and like i mean i can say that i'm probably coming out of this pandemic like a completely different totally person different. Yeah. yeah and with that like you know your personal like tastes or styles have changed, changed as well because it's been like Two years? Yes, two oh years. Oh my god, when you say two like that, years, it's literally. so tragic. Yeah, it's it's been two years. So of course, naturally, things have changed. Yeah. Right? Again, a perfect segue. <laughs> like, how have you seen, like, your personal, like, style, whether it's, like, beauty, like, skincare, makeup, whatever, how do you think it's transitioned over the past, like, couple of years? Mm-hmm. Like, if you look back on your own personal favorites or like your style like five years ago i think back then i was trying to follow trends too much like mm-hmm. i would try things out that oh because everyone's wearing it i wanted i want to wear that too even though maybe it didn't suit me or i didn't feel super comfortable in it mm-hmm. but i feel like nowadays if i see a trend and i try it out and see how it works for me if i don't like it then i wouldn't continue wearing it mm-hmm. so for example for me like I said before one trend that I really like is like the oversized blazer and I feel super comfortable in it I feel like empowered wearing something like that so it's definitely a part of my closet now I have Mm -hmm. it in oversized blazers in different colors and in terms of beauty I would say my skincare and my makeup is just as important as what I choose to wear every day mm-hmm. and like it's how I'm able to individually express myself mm-hmm. and portray myself to the world and like yeah I love having fun with it as well mm-hmm. like beauty and fashion just talking about like how they can come together they can absolutely stand on their own mm-hmm. but when they're put together it's I don't know if it's complete almost right I mean even during quarantine like when we were really in the thick of it I still tried here and there to just like get dressed and like do my makeup Mm -hmm. just just cause just cause just Just cause make yourself feel good better yeah again it was just complete I mean yeah there were some days where I put on makeup and I was still wearing PJs but the days that I put on makeup and like I actually like put like effort. some sort yeah some <laughs> sort of effort into what I was dressing yeah I don't know like made me walk a bit differently made me talk a yeah. little bit differently like during like my meetings or something yeah. like that because like for me personally like during quarantine well yeah during MCO it gave some sort of like oomph to my mm-hmm. day I don't know what other word to use really but um, it gives you that boost of confidence yeah exactly yeah. exactly I agree I think personal style yeah it currently rules in fashion and it's you know like women make choices regarding their appearance just every day mm-hmm. right for example like I woke up today and okay I mean obviously you guys can't see me but like I have 
blue eyeshadow in my yeah, inner corners. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. You see, but the difference between me and Yasmin is that I would never try something out like that unless I was going for like a special event. I would never try it out. Whereas <laughs> Yasmin just picked this random day to put <laughs> blue eyeshadow in the corners. I'm wearing blue eyeshadow in my inner corners and I have like this blue purple duochrome like on my lids. It's so pretty. Yeah. If you and, guys could see this. And I'm I'm wearing blue jeans and like a, a sort of like navy like blackish top. It's mm-hmm. very deliberate. Mm-hmm. I've I put it all together and like made sure that they were yeah, it's kind of monochromatic, yeah. but it's it's a choice that 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 I made, yeah. right? To coordinate it mm-hmm. all and I can look in the mirror and be like, "Dang, like that's I that's a good choice." Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily I look good, but dang. it's like, "Dang, I made a good choice." You know what I mean? The colors suit, the the colors match. Like yeah. everything's good. It's all deliberate. The fact that we make choices regarding our appearance every single day, it's reflected by our beauty product choices as well. Same, like going back to, you know, what we're seeing like on the runways or you have makeup artists who basically work hand in hand with fashion brands. To decide on the look that they Yeah, make. exactly. Yeah. Because they inform one another. Yeah. And you have like most major like fashion houses that have their own beauty line now, mm-hmm. right? You have Tom Ford, you have Saint Laurent, you have Tom Ford's under Estee Lauder, by the way. Plug, Cheeky plug, plug. <laughs> what else is under you guys? Um, we have Estee Lauder, of course, mm-hmm. La Mer, Clinique, Origins, Jo Malone, mm-hmm. Tom Ford. Yeah. The big ones. I yeah. And obviously like with something like Tom Ford, it informs like okay for example like in a photo shoot mm-hmm. right it informs everything yeah. right like you start from like the feel of the brand mm-hmm. and then it informs like the beauty look and then it informs like the way that they dress for yeah. the photo shoot right mm-hmm. tom ford's quite sophisticated <laughs> very sophisticated yes. very atas mm-hmm. and you can That's see reflected. that yeah it's reflected in both the makeup look that they, okay again going back to the photo shoot it, mm-hmm. it's reflected that sophistication is reflected in the way that that model dresses yeah. and the way that the makeup artist puts the makeup on them mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And also, like, you have beauty content creators who also, like, help give ideas on how to make their makeup looks, like, wearable. I think fashion and beauty, just in general, just summarizing everything, has so much in common and they inform our decisions about the other, right? And I think coming out of this pandemic, again, uh, we've seen so many changes and we're seeing a re-emergence of like certain trends whether it's like makeup or like skincare but like with that being said like you follow whatever trend you put out like you know it's totally cool I think yeah I think just because these are trends doesn't mean that like you have they to have follow to them. Yeah. yeah, it's it's trends about what makes you feel. Day. Yeah, you is. can set the next trend. Exactly, exactly. It's whatever makes you feel comfortable, yeah. right? I think, and that's something that like I keep wanting to stress, like on this podcast, that beauty is absolutely what you make of it, mm-hmm. right? And no matter what trend comes your way, like whatever you're comfortable with, follow it. And if you're not, then like. You know, you can try it and like leave it be, yeah. right? Like you, right? Like mm-hmm. you said. Absolutely. There's some stuff that like I do that like you would never. Yeah. And there's certain things and that you rock it your own way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like the the attention and care that you put into your skincare, I don't. I should, <laughs> but I don't do that. Uh, it's just like that's not like my Personal. idea of like yeah, it's not my idea of yeah. of, of self care yeah. and. 
I think over the years as well, like things have like changed so much in terms of like just our personal styles or like personal ways of like taking care of ourselves and like making us happy through beauty. And it's like I said in the very beginning, ever evolving. Right. Always. Yes. So that's it for for today's episode, y'all. Hope you guys feel a bit more inspired after this episode, and that maybe you've learned a thing or two. And as always, remember that beauty is how you define it, and your personal style is to your own taste and not anyone else's. So thank you, Sabrina, for thank you, thank you so much for having me. I had podcast. so much fun. Yay! I'm glad that you did. To everyone else, catch you soon, and sending love your way. Bye. Bye.